to go into, let's call it the internal cauldron of my emotions. Welcome to the Internal Cauldron of Emotions, a Nick Cage tribute podcast. I am Erin. And I'm Tammy. We're two besties who love to drink and watch Nick's movies, so we combine our superpowers. Each episode, we pair a themed cocktail with the movie that we are reviewing. So join us as we journey into the internal cauldron of today's movie. Take it easy with my cat! What is it? White Jack. Maybe 400 pounds. Welcome back to 2023. It's our it's our third season. Yay! Three and three. Three and three. Um, so we're doing Primal uh, from 2019, which was our very first Nick movie that we ever uh, thought. Oh, we should pair. It was our first shared Nick experience. What? That was the first Nick movie we watched together. That's right. Because I was like, bro, have you heard the synopsis of this movie? And I was like, oh my god, yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then we did it. Uh, but we also paired a drink with it. Mm-hmm. Which, we thought that would be fun. Hmm. It was like right after the holidays. I had mm-hmm. nothing left. So yeah. when you hear this, know that one, we did know better. It's all we had. <laughs> and two, we've improved. Okay. So it's Kraken, mm-hmm. Triple Sec, mm-hmm. and it's a splash of bitters. Mm-hmm. And you're all just eyeballing it. Yeah, yeah. And then just, also a little bit regret. Yeah. Um, yep. So here Cheers. we go. Cheers to three years. Yep, to three years. Oh, boy. Tastes like a leopard's anus. <laughs> oh, it just went up my nose. I was going to say, it's in my nose. <sighs> Woo! What is that burn? But also it tastes like, I don't know what makes it burn. But it also Ooh. tastes a little licorice. <laughs> oh my god. Licorice-y? What is that word? It's, it, it, maybe the triple suck with the Kraken makes this happen. Oh. oh. I didn't mean to rhyme. Hmm. I'm so smart. The Kraken will happen. Oh, I'm hot now. I'm hot. So that was our first drink. That was our very first. That we just enjoyed before we started the podcast. And then, as the fates would have it, for Cajun Roulette this year, our first episode we spun was Primal. Primal. I think I was more excited about this than you. I'm not going to lie. I, I honestly kind of remember forgot it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we thought we would do something better. Yes. Um, we did basically what we would call a jungle juice because it does occur in the jungle. Look it's at that. beautiful. I know. We did some... Uh, some nice toppings. And we had some lovely pineapple leaves. Pineapple leaves and everything. So uh, if you Google it, there's like a ton of different things. And basically it's a myriad of recipes that all are it's a giant like a, punch. Yeah, it's a punch. And although we're only day five into 2023 and I need a punch, I don't need a punch. So we, <laughs> I need a punch we tweaked it into next year. just being a regular drink. So here is all you would need. One ounce of tequila. One ounce of dark rum. One ounce of vodka, three fourths of an ounce of blue carousel, one ounce of peach schnapps, and three ounces of any juice that you would like. We happen to have like a nice passion fruit, cranberry, orange juice would be great. Any citrus, any mixed berry would be delicious. I was so close to buying a passion fruit liqueur though today. <laughs> I was, it, every time I go on that aisle, I'm like. <gasps> There it is again. Mm-hmm. And they had a pineapple. They had a pineapple-shaped gold liqueur. It said, all it said was tropical liqueur. It was $30, though, and I was like, mm. Mm. 
So I bought you whiskey instead. Yeah, thank you for that. I did <laughs> I did need it. And then we just garnished it with whatever we had. We had some cherries, a blood orange from our neighbor, and a nice little pineapple um, leaf. So you shake it all up, pour it over ice, garnish it, nix your uncle. All right, so ASMR. for real. ASMR. Mm -hmm. And cheers to Nikki cheers to Blue Nick. Eyes. His Nikki birthday Blue is on Saturday. This is for his birthday. His this birthday. is for all the marbles. <laughs> oh, it's very light and refreshing. It is. I'm so glad we didn't double anything. Yeah, we, we saw it was a bottle of this, a bottle of that, because it was a punch. And we normally do take that for me, please. Keep it in there. Two ounces of everything, but there's <laughs> so much booze. I was like... I had flashbacks, guys. I had PTSD from when we did um, the Long Island. The Long Island team. I was like, please, can we just do one ounce like normal people just in case? Because we're doing a shot and because we still have like leftover drinks sitting mm -hmm. <laughs> We have our leftover like Thursday champagne. I'm like, this is, <laughs> come on, man. It's three drinks, three seasons, 2023. Yeah, we planned it for sure. Definitely. <laughs> It has been a while since we have been back in the uh, old recording chairs. So, Erin, tell us, how have you been? What's new? Um, well, it, as time is a construct and nothing matters, mm -hmm. it was very hard to remember what I've been doing since the last episode. <laughs> it's been like three weeks or four weeks since <laughs> we've done anything responsible with the podcast. It's hard. Yeah, we, it, it was like... Podcast doesn't have to happen this week. Where'd it go? Nowhere. Mm -hmm. Out of my brain. I dyed it's my fun. hair blue. Mm -hmm. You dyed your hair red. More red, yeah. So we're still red and blue. Mm -hmm. No matter what. America. America. <laughs> um, so I wrote down, like, to try to help myself, I wrote, books, birds, and bed. <laughs> the three Bs. And the three Bs, once again. <laughs> so the Crow Army's coming along. They started recognizing me and been like, there she is. I was in the backyard one day. Do they call you Big Mama? Uh, no, I'm trying to get them to make, like, a clicking sound at me. Mm -hmm. Like, to be like, oh, that's her clicky sound. They, like, see me in the backyard, and they're like, bitch, this is not the yard you belong in. You belong in the front <laughs> yard. So that's nice. Um, I read 54 books last year. That is amazing. Um, that's Damn, that's Which, impressive. I'm really excited. You're the reader. I'm the watcher. <laughs> but that is that is amazing. Kudos. Thank you. My goal is 60 this year. Okay. Um, and so I've, I took a lot of naps. We got a, a cozy bed cover thing to make it softer. So every time we wake mm -hmm. up, it's, we have to like peel ourselves out of bed. It's mm -hmm. really nice. Mm -hmm. You know, just some solid self-care. You awesome. know? And, uh, and that's what we all needed at the end of the year. Did we go to the parks after we finished? We went to the parks at some point. We did. I think that was it. Was before? Mm, no, actually, I think it might have been after. Oh, okay. It was the okay. beginning of December, like right before Christmas craziness mm -hmm. happened. I really enjoyed having the the three day weekend for the holidays. It was very nice. Yeah, it's always nice when it falls I, on the weekend and you get that extra day. I read the whole time both weekends. <laughs> I was like, I gotta finish these books before the end of the year. Um, so yeah, that was it with me. What about you, my lady? Um, well, I am privileged enough to have a little bit more time off, so I've definitely <laughs> been stuck in a time zone of not knowing what's going on. I will say, um, more of the same sleeping in, playing video games. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I don't buy them anymore because they get really costly, so I do the, uh, subscription that Xbox Sorry. does. Ringo game told pass. me about, yeah, Ringo told me about that potion maker game. He was like, you would love it. And I was like, oh, Tammy told, told me about you. it. Yeah, so Game Pass is like $9.99 and there's a ton of games on it. Mm -hmm. So basically if you play 
one or two, you know, a month, like you're getting your money. Well, actually, no, because games are 30 to 60 each. Oh, like or 70, that, yeah, I think is and, the and lo I mean, lowest price you know, for a new it's, game it's now. games from a couple of years ago, but also, again, time of the contract. So I've been playing mm -hmm. some games. Um, I finished Blake's Tale 2. It was very depressing. Yeah. I had to stop. Like, it's a great, it's a great series and you should play it. And they have the soundtrack I saw on vinyl. Ooh, the soundtrack, I bet it's so good. I bet it's so good, but also like scary and depressing and emotional. And I don't know if I'm ready for that roller coaster but i did like it. it was like black on one side and white on the other it was really Ooh. cool um did watched a lot of movies that i just didn't get a chance to watch kind of near mm -hmm. the end of the year um i too have been trying to read really hard and since you mentioned it i will mention too i normally read like one or maybe two books a year i read a lot mm -hmm. of magazines articles i have the attention span of a teaspoon when it comes to reading but i really try this hard to get into books and like uh, More graphic novels, I'm glad everything. I inspired you. So I counted them up, and normally it's one or two a year. <gasps> it was sixteen this year. <gasps> oh my god! Which is depressing, but I feel comparatively that to what I normally so great. do. I was very proud that's, of myself. If you do a percentage on that, that's a huge that's increase. That's a huge increase. Um, and I'm in the middle of a, a book series now and I've got some others waiting. So I've been trying to take time to just sit and be still. Yeah. Like I said, I'm the watcher. Like I don't sit down. Mm -hmm. I'm always on the move kind of thing. Ringo is too. He was like, I don't understand how you can just sit there. I'm like almost laying down in my chair <laughs> instead of fully molded <laughs> into the cushions. And I'd have the book like inches from my face and he's like, I don't understand how you can just do that. And I'm like, well, when I'm reading... I don't want to walk around. That's true. That's true. <laughs> or so, when I'm playing a video game, I don't often want to get up. Yeah, so it was a lot of sleeping, reading, watching, mm -hmm. playing. But I did do one cool thing. My wonderful husband, Jeff, took us to um, the Caddyshack Ranch, which Yay! is a local animal preserve. It's so great. It's so great. It's really cool. Um, they focus primarily on big cats, but they also have some uh, different wild animals mm -hmm. as well. And the day that we went, he specifically planned it, and it just happened to fall on our anniversary. Aww. It was the enrichment day. <gasps> and it was Christmas enrichment. So basically They gave them the trees. They they no, they actually they opened up presents. <gasps> but oh the presents God. were just a bunch of raw meat, which is <laughs> really gross. <laughs> the tigers but were like, This is the best really, Christmas. So they're ripping open the boxes and there's wrapping paper going everywhere. But um the enclosures are so close mm -hmm. to the walking path and they put the presents there. So you're like right there. And it was just the roars and yeah. seeing how big their paws are, like two or three feet mm -hmm. away. Did it the was um, Crazy. Did the, the director guy come out? Yeah, they were, and they they were, were like rubbing all everybody. over him. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. there's one guy that they love so much. Yeah, it was it those, was a really, really cool experience. Those five tigers that are in that really big enclosure with the house in the middle, mm -hmm. they were, I think they were born there. Mm -hmm. And so he basically raised them. And yeah. was, so those five are like, that's my boy. Yeah. You're part of the crew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they would rub up. And then like he he played a joke like, oh, I think I got the wrong one. And he went, he wasn't anywhere close. It was 100% safe. Yeah. He was like, oh, I think this is the wrong one. And he just put, he was obviously like on the outside, mm -hmm. but like closer to the fence line. And he's like, I think this is the wrong one, little tiger. And it was the younger male one who's mm -hmm. like, fuck off. And he let out this <laughs> roar. Ugh, it was amazing. So Did that the was, lions roar? The lions were like, I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we walked up on the gal and her tongue was hanging out. Oh, she's like, what? And then, and and the the boy one was just like on his side, like nuts everywhere. <laughs> they were just living. They're being his being a typical oh, dude. Oh, but the the jaguar. Oh yeah. 
dude like devil face and i say that with <laughs> as much love as possible but you what look at these wild talk about it i know <laughs> i know right like you look at all of these wild animals and of course they're wild but the jaguar had a very specific look mm -hmm. and it was constantly watching him walk back and forth and it was very narrowed mm -hmm. eyes like that motherfucker would have ripped him apart. Oh, yeah. Where the lions and the tigers, like, whether oh, they hey, knew buddy. him, or, whether they knew him or not, whether they grew up with him, mm -hmm. it was a completely different demeanor with that jaguar. And I don't know if that's in general or mm -hmm. just that specific one. And he mentioned like, yeah, like you know this this jaguar, you got to yeah. keep your eye on it. But it was crazy to watch the yeah. difference between them. So um, that was super fun. Speaking of, yeah, no. If, so if you guys want to support it, they ha they do have. Um, I don't know if they have a TikTok, but they do have an Instagram mm -hmm. and a Facebook page. And actually, it's really interesting that the, like, vets donate their time. And um, mm -hmm. you they have, like, a wish list on Amazon. Yeah, you can actually uh, connect your Amazon to a... Oh, um, that's right. To, yeah, to a, a, a charity or, yeah, or a non-profit. The drinks are already hitting us. To a charity. And you can choose them, and then they are able to get kind of profits from that. So. Did just real quick, because we went for a night feeding when mm -hmm. I went, and um, when we were leaving, there were chickens in the trees. Were there chickens in the trees? There were chickens not in the tree. They were just wandering around saying hello to everyone. Did you get to see the foxes? Yes. Did they smell? Uh, I did not get a chance to smell them. Well, when the we went... The cats came closer to yeah. us than, than the fox did. So, the, we found out. I was like, what is that funky smell? Is that a skunk? No, it's a fox. And when foxes feel threatened or are scared, they release they a have pheromone. A, yeah, they have a really weird And you're smell. like, what's that? I, I've only been the one time, and I really want to go back. I'm so happy that you got to go. Yeah, that was my first time, Did anyone too. get sprayed on? No, including not myself, because one time I was at the zoo, and I went to every <laughs> enclosure, and very jokingly was like, caw, 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 like talking to them. <laughs> and every other animal was like, whatever, fuck off, human. But the lions were like, the fuck did you say? <laughs> and there was a, like 40 people around, and this big-ass lion with his big old balls gets up, and if a lion gets up, a male lion, especially, you know, you done fucked up, turns around. And I was like, what's happening? Oh, and then like screaming. It was like a movie scene, like where a disaster is happening and everybody starts screaming and everybody starts running because, and they knew what was going to mm -hmm. happen. He turns around, asks to it us, loose. and guys, it went like 30 feet. Oh, it yeah. was fucking ridiculous. I like jump like I did like the 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 uh, explosion jumping in the air kind of like falling like, into a bush like slow mo. So don't ever do that. Learn from me, guys. Yeah, they so don't appreciate when, it. Um, I felt so bad. I was just trying to be silly, and they they wanted. So last night I went to the zoo. A squirrel <laughs> tried to climb on me while I was trying to take pictures of lions. Actually, well, um, at least you didn't offend him. <laughs> well, just as a final follow up to this, um, the very first tiger that was inside the pen. As they're walking and they're like, okay, everybody, if you see him, turn around and let, raise their tail. Run sideways, not backwards, because it can shoot up to like, it, like 20, 30 feet, whatever. And uh, these two young girls were not listening. <laughs> and guess who but got also, sprayed on? They ran backwards. I feel and, like and then logically. she rubbed it on her friend. Ooh, it was, I feel like logically, if anyone is shooting at you, you don't run in the opposite direction. You, you run, run in the sideways. peripheral direction because yeah. that's just math. Okay. Well, anyway. We all learned our lesson today. Yeah. Marine Commando under arrest for crimes against humanity. Seizures can happen without warning. My radio will be on 24 hours. Dr. Taylor. All right, let's jump into the synopsis of Primal. 
2019. Once again, we found it on Amazon Prime. It was available, um, and I think for rent and other places. But if you have Prime, it's there, and I think it's only three ninety nine to rent if you do and do indeed want to watch it. You should. But you I'm indeed tell you want why. to watch it. If you it. do do want to watch it, you should. Ta Tammy, tell us why we should watch it. I'm gonna tell you why you should watch it. Ready, guys? Okay, mm -hmm. so it opens with a black screen, and it tells you rainforest. Brazil. Brazil. Which is not entirely implausible because, like, there's a lot of unknown creatures in the rainforest. I mean, we're definitely decimating the rainforest. Obviously. At an exponential rate because we're piece of shit humans. But they definitely have found things that they didn't know existed or thought mm -hmm. had um, gone extinct, including tribes of people yeah. in the rainforest. Oh, I love that story. Right? So it's not implausible mm -hmm. for a, a rare unknown species to come across. What I like about this film is the way that it opens up. It You hear this buzzing of flies. So you start to kind of think like, oh, something's obviously mm -hmm. dead. It's a rainforest, you know, like kill or be killed kind of thing. Um, it gives you this clue. We start to see an animal carcass. <gasps> I think your first instinct, at least for me, was that, like, oh, it's been a victim of a predator. Like, I expected to see guts everywhere kind of thing. But no. Technically it was. But no. <laughs> it's actually, as the camera zooms out, part of a trap. Mm. And then up in the tree stand is our main man, Nick. Being the worst fucking hunter yes! ever. Thank you. I... <laughs> I know he looked cool because he's Nick fucking Cage mm. with his hat, reading his real estate magazine, smoking his big old stogie. <laughs> but Jesus fucking Christ, like, I feel like, again, yes. logically, you don't have to be, like, a hunter to know <laughs> if you are smoking something as strong as a cigarette or a cigar. Oh, my God. No animal's going to come close to you. They're going to be like, what the fuck is that? So I wrote, picturesque jungle scene, dead goat in a tree with Nick, smoking a cigar? Come on, man, hunting 101. I just smell. Exactly. And and again, I was like, I was okay. like, hunting for dummies. Here, Nick. <laughs> so you should be reading. And again, I know it was probably the cool factor. Uh -huh. Like, I'm mm -hmm. nonchalant. I'm so cool up here. He was very quiet. And my shittily built. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. He's <laughs> eating his chips. Like, crunching on some chips, I'm like, bro, they're going to hear and smell that, too. But that's okay. It's fine. It's kind. Maybe it's fine. Maybe he masses it with T-Rex pee. <laughs> so, then he hears the slightest rustling below. <gasps> but is he ready? Fuck no. His guns are, like, in two pieces in a backpack. Again, we absolutely love Nicholas Kim Coppola Cage. We don't know who chose to do this. We don't know if it was Nick or the director. And, and, and we don't know who did this. <laughs> but it, and I know it has to the story because it's like, oh, you're not right. But it's also one of those dumb fucking movie things where they're like, let's fuck things up to draw it out. But it's stupid. Yeah. So then his guns aren't even ready. This creature snaps at the carcass, which is tied to his stand. <laughs> which again, breaks it. Again, I'm like, logic tells you there should be two separate pieces. And yes, I grew up in a rural area. Yes, my grandfather hunted. By the time I was, like, old enough to know what was going on, he just took the hounds out and, like, let them run. Like, I know that, yeah. like, he was a country boy and he hunted. But I also know that whatever he did catch was, like, 
caught and like skinned and it was mm-hmm. used and it wasn't like gratuitous in any way. My dad did a little bit by the time he got married, apparently he was done with it. So like, yes, we're a country bumpkin family that is familiar with that, like not in excess. So I know a little bit, but I again do not feel like you have to be smart mm-hmm. at all to know those two things shouldn't be connected. So one, I, I'm not a country gal and you know this and you listeners probably know it by now, but I have learned enough from watching movies <laughs> To not do anything he's doing. (laughs) Jurassic Park Lost World is one that taught me not to do these things. Watch out what's in the high hide. (laughs) So the creature snaps at it. It basically breaks part of his stand that's in the tree, which literally looks like a fucking, like... It's like sticks. It's some sticks put together. It looks like a... Like One a crate. cabin. That yeah, you like, and I know that you have to use what you have, but still, guys, like, it just wasn't well made. And so now he's on this rickety thing, like, oh, shit, I'm going to fall 15 to 20 feet looking like it. That's definitely going to hurt. And then, silence. <gasps> Where's the kitty? Where'd it go? Where'd the kitty go? Oh, it's jumping up the fucking tree to eat you <laughs> on your broken platform. And again, this creature is jumping at least 15 feet, kind of mm-hmm. straight up, I which think is she insane. did kind of like a parkour thing up the parkour, tree. Parkour, but still having to do yeah. a pull-up kind yeah. of thing. So he's about to get eaten. Everything is going wrong. Does it break? Absolutely. Of course it does, because it wasn't made well, and everything was ill-planned. Like so first somehow <laughs> he's quick enough to jab it with his tranquilizer shot, and then they, like, fall into a pit, blah, 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 and eventually it, you know, like, whew, I made it. And I'm like, you would not have made it. No. And the movie would have been over, but okay. I would like to talk about the pit for a moment. Okay. I'm pretty sure he dug it of some, because, like, there was palm fronds, fresh Oh, yeah, palm no, it was, a, it was a Can a we legit... talk about how shallow that pit was? Like, what was that pit supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, you could have crawled out of it. I, like, my, <laughs> my poor outdoorsiness. I could have crawled out I mean, of this I mean, you definitely could have, like, looked out of it. You'd have been like, oh, hey, there's, there's oh, a rock. Shit, I there's can a see. waterfall. I can see my phone from here. I can see my phone. Oh, there's my tent. <laughs> oh, baby baby kitty, don't touch it. And it was very wide, which means it also yeah. gives them space to run around. But you know what? Did, the, did they ask me how to build a trap? No, that's okay. That's okay. Like, you're what? It's one of those things where I do enjoy this movie, but you're watching this and you're like, come on, man. This is fucking There's so stupid. many parts where I'm like, this is stupid. Yes, that that's the downside of this film. The this is stupid films. So then we see like off to the villages. He's caught the cat miraculously, you know, by the grace of God and Jesus took the wheel and everything is great. And we see him loading up not just that big cat, but so many cages of animals. Yeah. The way he makes it out, it sounds like he's only there for the cat. Well, and then it, it's like, go, 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 go. Yeah, you cages. see everything. And then it just solidifies the fact that he's just a piece of shit, exotic mm-hmm. game hunter. Mm-hmm. And the villagers refuse to help him. And at first I was like, yeah, good for you because this white ass motherfucker is coming into your place to steal your animals. And blah. But it's not even that. They call her Gato Fantasmo. The white ghost. The white ghost. Yeah, so it's really... Or the ghost cat. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. They're afraid of the albino jaguar. Jaguar. Which is rare. He says it has never been seen before, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm, He was going mm -hmm. for just a regular old jaguar, and that wasn't good enough. And then he happened to find her, yada, yada, yada. But the the villagers won't help because they feel that it's a man-eater. And then the person he actually had hired 
to help him was like, look, I can't do it. He's like, I'll give you more money. He's like, it's not about the money. He's like, this this ghost cat has a story yeah. that, you know, hundreds of years ago, this is the same cat that stalked the villagers and they gave it um, human sacrifices to sort of stave it off. But then, I mean, what else do you duh, do? Now it wants human meat and then it's just become a problem. So they don't want to help him. So now he has to go off. Who's he? We finally, like 20 minutes into the movie, like everyone Almost. Of Some of them movie. we find out immediately. Okay, and... like three out of four of his movies. <laughs> we find out that his name is Frank. And he says, this driver is worth a million dollars. And he's going to do whatever it takes to get there. Yep. So. He's real cocky about this cat. Yeah, he is. He's he's a real, he's got real son of a bitch vibes from mm. the beginning. So they go to the port. They're loading everything up onto this, you know, transatlantic kind of giant cargo like a, ship. Yeah, cargo vessel. Yeah, it's like going to go across. Everybody's loading up. Nick is being, or excuse me, Frank, mm. is being that stereotypical, I'm a hunter, I'm a dude, fuck off, fuck this. Oh, I you think know. they say at one point, because he's like, I didn't pay you to go to this place, because mm-hmm. they're like, well, we have to make a pit stop now. And he's and he's like, I'm going to sue you. And the guy goes, you're white. Of course you're going to sue me. <laughs> yeah, that's what Americans do. <laughs> So, or no, you're an American. Yeah. Like, yeah sorry, mommy. <laughs> so all of a sudden, a black van full of some plain clothes, merc-looking guys jump out of the van. Military officer, who is the beautiful Famke Jensen, jumps out. Well, she doesn't really jump out. She kind of gracefully gets She's out. like, here I am out of my skirt. Then there's all these more cars, more black cars, more securities, and a handcuffed <gasps> big old dude. Who we recognize as? Kevin Duran, who has been in a million things. My mm-hmm. my go-to that I originally saw him in earlier, like, I don't even mm-hmm. know, like, is, is Smoke and Aces, because that's a crazy movie oh, and a crazy world. about that movie. That's always what I think of. I know he's been in, like, Wolverine. He's been in, yeah. like, a million different I, things. I feel like I've seen him in so many things, and he, I feel like he always plays someone different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what's cool. So it's like, it's got a good cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Kevin Durant. Even that little squirrely dude. Uh, I'm like, which squirrely dude? The, There's a couple. The one in the white shirt. The engineer? With, with the hair. He's got a... Oh, fucking hell. He's been we'll in a ton to, of shit. We'll get, oh, the gray hair guy? Free? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. been in a ton of shit, too. Yeah. There's a lot of people that you're like, oh, I've seen them in a lot of things. Oh, these people. They, mm-hmm. Everyone fills their role well. Yeah. As well as can be expected, I feel. Uh, so Kevin Durant's convict fits the deranged convict to a T. Mm-hmm. He's got his snarky comments. He's got his creepy smile. It's got it all going oh on. Oh my god, his crazy smile! He puts his upper oh, his lip, lip like yeah. all the way up. It's to gone, his... and you just see his teeth. It's really and teeth off. and gums and like where does upper lip go? It's like under his nose somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, There's way a couple that are like, oh god, what's and scarier the cat well, like my coke now. <laughs> so. Different things are happening on the ship. There's different conversations. We start to learn that the convict is named Loeffler, and he's wanted for a million things because he's a big old son of a bitch wanted by everybody. (laughs) But he has seizures, and altitude changes affect the seizures. So that is why he's on the boat as opposed to being flown. Mm -hmm. And that is why Dr. Taylor, who's played by Famke Jensen, is there. Mm -hmm. So this is now turned into Con Air 2, or as like I like to call it, Comboat. (laughs) Yes, I love it. (laughs) Okay, so real quick, Ringo started making dinner at the beginning of this movie, and it's the part where Loeffler's getting loaded in, and they are explaining all the nonsense about him, and Ringo comes back with food, and I'm like, okay, to catch you up, so what's happened is he caught the cat, he's on a boat, 
He's now with a convict who has altitude-induced seizures. And here we are. Mm-hmm. And Ringo's just like, what? Yeah. What? That's a thing. That's a thing? <laughs> All right. Sorry. I just had to, I had to tell you So, So like, now what? we go from Jaguar to Conboat. Conboat. As everyone is in the galley eating dinner, we learn more about it. Because, of course, Nick's character, Frank, is kind of like that snarky son of a bitch, too. Mm-hmm. And he's pushing, he's asking all these questions, he's trying to figure out, like, what's going on? Because I have to watch out for my cat, my animals. Like, he's very worried about everything that's going on. So we learn more about everyone. The convict and the doctor and the hunter, like, there's all these different things. There's a very clear rift forming between uh, Dr. Taylor, played by Famke Jensen, who is very much for conservation conversations. She's a a great conversationalist. conversationalist, you guys. So she's all about conservation. And you find out more about Mm -hmm. her history and her dad's history where Nick is like, no, fuck that. I'm here for the money. So there's clearly a rift between that, which continues something like um, there's a lot of rifts about different things that continue throughout the film. You're everything I was trained not to be. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and he and eventually at the end he's like, "You're everything that I hated." And yeah, brown chicken, brown they turn, cow, they whatever. No, anyway, chemistry. There. Um, so so you you hear all this stuff. He talks about how he previously worked at zoos. He tried mm-hmm. so many zoos, and then eventually he just got tired of it, and he went out on his own. And she even says something like, "Wow, it sounds like you're against authority." And I was watching this, and, and I thought it before, you know, like eventually, but now that it's become such a because I think it was at the same time. It's such a Joe Exotic gold moment, this whole film, <laughs> yeah. but especially these conversations. And this was Wasn't why... Wasn't it 2019 when Joe Exotic came out? Exactly. Which is why they probably were like, we need exactly. Nick to play Joe Exotic. And that's why I was so excited the that Nick was going to play that role, but unfortunately it didn't happen. And let me be clear, Joe Exotic, in my opinion, is a son of a bitch. He's a trash bag. Like, but watching him, like, if you put aside the... <laughs> questionable murder plot which i can get over whatever fuck people fuck harold like whatever but it was the way that, that he, bitch, yeah it's mistreating the animals he he like everyone in that show was not in it to really help mm-hmm. the animals mm-hmm. he was in it for money and glory and that's what makes him bad but also goddamn just listening to him it was like a golden train wreck mm-hmm. you watch and you're like you know what actually i kind of got my shit together like it was, it was. <laughs> you're it like, was, I seem very responsible like, now. Yeah, like I'm really doing well. <laughs> so anyway, they continue uh, toward their destination. You know, we're just plugging along. We're just gonna make things work. No, Lawler has a seizure, but as I'm sure you understand, dear listeners, it's not a regular seizure. It's, it's a- not <laughs> just a seizure. And sorry, clearly, I'm laughing so much because we just feel the same about this. Chaos. I love it ensues obviously it was a fake seizure to get this person in and that person in and get this gun and get loose and blah 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 and all of a sudden now one deadly predator is out of its cage (gasps) you like that good i planned that all right so and folks this is where it gets really exciting this is where the fun starts because not only is there a deranged assassin loose but then he lets out all of Frank, a.k.a. Nick's animals. Yeah, that was... We have so, the killer cat, so the man-eating cat that yeah. he said wasn't a man-eater. He says that only lions and tigers at this point in life attack and jag or jaguars do not. I mean, not true. Any fucking animal No, but I was anybody. like, what you said earlier during your thing totally makes sense because 
the Jaguar was watching the director while all the other big cats were like, I love you, director. I love right. you. Right. I mean, it's all situational. Like yeah, any of course. Animal. And the thing is, is that Nick does, or Frank doesn't just have. I need a straw to get the bottom of this drink. <laughs> you just gotta gulp it, baby. It's just big orange is gonna hit me in the face. I'm so scared. Oh my gosh, you're detracting from my great plot. Go, go, go. You go, go. Get it over with. That's what she said. (laughs) Okay, so not only is there the giant, like, ferocious albino leopard that does have a taste for blood, you also have these venomous snakes. Oh my god, I forgot. Oh, how do I forget about the snakes? The Bushmasters. And you also, I mean, like, there's tons. There's like tape ears. I'm like, oh, I'm precious. Yeah, it was really cute. He's like guiding and one he's back got into a birds. cage. But he also has the monkeys, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like, there's their baby monkeys. Like, yes, you have to watch out for a gorilla or a baboon. They're like the bad motherfuckers. But the problem with this, and they do bring it up in the movie, they they do have some good points where I'm like, that's accurate, that's accurate, mm-hmm. that's stupid. Um, but he's like, they have babies, and those motherfuckers mm-hmm. are going to protect the babies. And y'all, there's some crazy yeah. animal death scenes for sure. Absolutely. So now all the animals are loose. So we go from Comboat to Jurassic Park, or I guess Exotic Boat. Because they're not really Jurassic animals. I don't really know what we're going from here. But basically um, everything exotic is... Exotic boat. Exotic yeah. boat, right? Like, be- Con Air Exotic Boat 3. Oh my god. <laughs> Direct to streaming. <laughs> um, and from here on out, it's your standard survival movie. The soldiers are hunting Laughlin. Frank is hunting down his own animals. But... Don't get all cuddly because it's not because he wants to save his animals to save people. He wants to just make sure he's protecting his assets because he really is a son of a bitch. So I actually wrote something. I wrote, Nick's character is a predator hunter and predators are loose. (laughs) He's going to catch a human predator. (laughs) So he's doing it all for the money, which... You know, I'm sure you guys can kind of guess that Nick is supposed to be the hero in this film, and he eventually is. But it's like an anti-hero. Yeah, he's the anti-hero because mm-hmm. it's like he's not really doing it for anybody else. It just happens to work out in everybody else's favor. So now we're at a point where Laughlin is out. He's sneaking around in um, the uniforms of soldiers he has killed, yeah. tricking the people who are on the boat to, like, tell them every fucking thing about how the boat they works. They don't even question it. I mean, Sorry. he looks like a soldier, I guess. And, you know, it's like they tell him how it works, how to stop the boat, how to turn the boat around, like, everything. So Laughlin has complete Lock control work. of everything. The animals are going crazy. Um, people are, like... Getting kicked Kate, off, getting left killed. and right. What the fuck is going to happen on Combo Exotic Boat 3? <laughs> You're going to have to watch. You're going to have to watch to find and out. find out. And I encourage you to watch. It's worth it. It's only an hour and a half. Yeah, it's only an hour and a half. Man that we're looking for is a mercenary assassin. A professional killer. <laughs> Loffler let most of the animals out. Let's talk about what we liked and disliked. And I have a feeling 
This is going to be a little lopsided. Ooh. All right. So I'll start. <laughs> she goes, right. make sure and write down. And I was like, in like 10 minutes because later, I was like, done. Because whenever I ask you during the season, you look at me and you're all mad. So I just wanted to remind you so you could be prepared and not be <laughs> do mad I look at, at me. Do I look at you at you don't look, No, that that you look like you, you love me because we're best friends. I look like Lockler. <laughs> you do. I look crazy. All right. So likes, dislikes for me. I love survival movies, y'all. I am all about the classic man versus nature conflict. I mean, my favorite film is Jurassic Park for that reason. I mean, and also dinosaurs. I was going to say, what the fuck? Dinosaurs. (laughs) But also because it's about survival. I love them so much. Like, Jaws is a favorite film. Lake Placid is a favorite film. Oh, I just rewatched that the other day. It's so good. It's so good. Like, it still fucking hits, right? Sharknado. Did you ever watch Dante's Peak? Yes. Oh. Uh, I, yeah. And the I, scene with the hot the hot springs. I, yeah. So I love animals. I'm afraid so of hot I, springs now. I love animals and I love um, like those kind of survival yeah. films. But also like Dante's Peak. Mm-hmm. The Core. It's not a good movie. Oh, it's not good, but, but it's but good. It is good. The but Day After good. Tomorrow. I love The Day 20, After Tomorrow. What? 20 fucking 12? 28 Days Later? No. Wait. No, that was Zombies. 2012? The one? It's got John Cusack. And, like, they have to float on a, a plane, and uh, I think it's Woody Harrelson is like, yeah, like, because uh, Yosemite blows yeah, up. I love I all of that stuff, you guys. Sharknado. Crawl. Sharknado's so bad. Oh, I, I didn't finish Crawl. I need to finish Crawl. It's so good. I okay. know. So, the reason I bring up Shaw, Shark... Shark... Crawl? <laughs> Sharknado is because I know, like... Like, of those films, Jurassic Park or Jaws, like, those are your classics. Obviously. Lake, Lake Placid is sort of the in-between. I know Sharknado is on the the lowbrow end of that, but I don't fucking care, man. I, I love them. I didn't em. watch Sharknado until only, like, within the last, like, three Ooh. years. Because then, of you. And then, Yeah, you're welcome. You're and welcome. then also, Thank let's you. not forget all those sci-fi channel movies, like Shark versus Mecha Shark, Shark <sighs> versus Octo Shark, Shark versus Tyrannosaurus Rex Shark, like, Shark versus whatever the fuck we can think of Shark. I know sci-fi, those are bad. Sci-fi movies. But I love them. Like the late night, great to fall asleep to, but still kind of keeps your interest slightly kind of movie. You're like, man, I'm kind of interested. I love. But I can sleep. All of those. And so, like, I can't get enough of them. And in that regard, Primal is a classic in that sense. It's not Jurassic Park Jaws. It's also not like Sharknado. In me, <laughs> in, in me terms, in, in my terms. It's somewhere in between. So I just, I absolutely love survival movies. So that's one of my likes. I also like, and I kind of talked about this a little bit. Sorry. That early on, it's very clear that Nick's character, Frank, is a piece of shit game hunter. absolutely. And let's just pause for a second. I am, when I say I'm a country girl, I don't partake in those things really as much anymore, but I could if I had to. You don't grab a moccasin by the head and then rip it off with your your teeth. But I could if I had to. Because... just a Kill or be killed. And just a, just a, a few years ago, I was with a friend. We were on a hike, and she's like, blue, 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 look at the leaves kind of thing. Uh, very much like you would do. And then I was like, I grabbed her and pulled her back. I was like, fuck, there's a snake. And it was a goddamn rattlesnake. And I had to like. Is it one of the ones that like hides in the leaves? No, it just was like, what are you going to do, bitch? How are you going to keep going down the trail? And I had to like grab, like, and it was a very quick because you could see it like changing. And it was like, coming yeah. up, and I just had to like grab a stick and like fucking baseball like punted it golf punted it off so what you're saying is next time we go on a hike we need to keep a big stick with yeah, us. yeah i have I a big need, stick in the car and i need to be in front so like it's it's not that like 
and, and not like hunt life or anything. And if that's you, you do you, boo. Yeah, Cindy's I, I, husband. I don't, I don't, He's a hunter. I don't, I don't want to like judge people like whatever. Just use everything and give back to Mother Earth. But at the same mm-hmm, time, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the one thing I can't get on board with, I can get on board with hunting and then you use that. I, I know we have enough meat. I know we can go to the grocery store, but I understand maybe people live out in the woods. Maybe that's something that they, you know, like it, it's a rite of passage, whatever. As long mm-hmm. as you use it all, like I can be on, I can be okay with that. But like big game, exotic game hunting, can't fuck, fuck that fuck you, shit. Fuck that. Fuck like, it. I, I understand. Wanna, yeah. If this is like, I understand if this is like the last pair of somethings, albino jaguars, that you have to capture and put into mm-hmm. a, a, a preserve so that they can continue the species. I get that. That's not hunting, that's conservation. Mm-hmm. I don't get it when rich white men pay to go kill an elephant that mm-hmm. has probably already been drugged mm-hmm. and then they just take a picture with it, like, look what I did. Calling you out. Fuck it, was it Jimmy John's or Jersey Mike's? Both, maybe. Yeah, I remember. It was Jimmy John's. It, it, it was JJ's. It was the J's. Yeah, it was Jimmy. I think it was Jimmy John's. I think Jimmy it was John's. Jimmy John's, yeah. Yeah, he did that with, like, what was it? Fucking tight. So like, many. So many and, animals. like, here's the, here's the thing. Like, I I'm actually. Calling you out. We're going to get Jersey Mike's endorsement, but not Jimmy but John's. I know, like. Actually, Jersey Mike's is right down the street. I was, like, right there. We should so go eat there. So, so they can, like, hook us up with, like, a, a pre or a post. We walk in and be like, are you Mike? Are you the Mike? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's like I went to uh, a, a year or so ago. I went with a friend to an elephant preserve that we also oh, have in Florida. That. It was amazing. Go. We should go together. Yes, go. for sure. Um, touch them. And and they talk about the fact that the elephants are declining and will continue to decline. And there's not a whole lot we can do about them because the age, how long it takes for mm-hmm. them to become pregnant. Like they're not going to gestate for like 13 or 15 it, months or it's something. An, no, it's like years. Oh. And, and it's, it's kind of like sharks where like they can only like give birth or be fertile during a certain amount of time. It takes a really long time. They're only going to have one or two mm-hmm. calves. And then after that, it's like done. So like we are decimating so many things. And I know guys, it's not like I'm like this angel that doesn't use plastic and, uh, you know, recycles. Like I have my faults too, but at the same time, big game hunting, exotic game, there's no fucking excuse for it. Like taking an animal from the wild to make it a pet, fuck off. Seriously. Like if I find out that you're doing that, we're like going to find, we're going to scrap out the money to come find I, you, beat you up, take I your animal and put it back into thing, the woods. It's like- if an animal chooses you, go. Yeah, for sure. That's your thing. If, like if, if, a, you're, if, a, if you're like Aurora from Sleeping Beauty yeah. and they're all up on you, good for you. Be Dr. Yeah. Doolittle. But if you're capturing things or paying people to capture things for you, fuck off. Yeah. So, I, so that's. That's your likes. That's my rant. No, I'm not done. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I was like, my turn? No, it's not your <laughs> turn. So the, the fact, I kind of went off on a tangent. My bad, y'all. Nick yeah. is, his character is a piece of shit, but the interesting thing about this is that he is not the worst in this film. Like, he's not the villain, and he's kind of like the Deadpool of all big game hunters. Mm-hmm. Because there are some turning points that are kind of expected. You know, it's like it could go either way, 50-50, so that's nice. There's so many great lines delivered by Nick in this film. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorites is his disdain for the Marshall's plan to like kind of hold everybody up and how they're going to like deliver Laughlin. And he says, Loeffler. Loeffler. And I quote, I just spent 10 
months in the jungle. And that smelled like cat shit. I wrote that down too. <laughs> Not horse shit. Cat shit. Cat shit. I like how you made it very specific. And then my likes are the little things that they do with scenes. The cinematography is good. Like Okay, but I have to I have to say it was all fine until they did the thing where they took the camera and they zoomed into the light and then they zoomed out of oh, the yeah, light yeah, yeah. and there, they were in another location. I was there, like, there nope. Was, there was a couple of parts, but like all in all, there were a lot of classy cinematography shots for a film like this. I think the fight scenes were well shot. The fight scenes were well shot. The way they zoomed in and out, like with the animal carcass at the beginning, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like the angles are really good. And one of my favorite scenes in this is when um, they decide they're going to like lock everybody up for safety purposes. Yeah. And so everyone is sitting. They're very solemn, except for Nick's character, Frank. He's pacing. pacing back and forth like a caged animal. I was going to say like a trapped predator. And I don't know whose idea it was, whether it was Nick's mm-hmm. or whether it was the director's or the If I find an actual interview with Nick, like a videotape, I'll, I'll, I'll see but if I But regardless, whoever had the idea, it mm-hmm. was still well done. Even if Nick was like, I want to do this, the, the videographer did a great job capturing that. And so I know there's a lot of faults, and I'll talk about that in my rating, but my my dislikes are the same dislikes with every like movie. Like some stuff was dumb, some stuff didn't make sense. Like there's great movies that we love that we can still be like, well, that part didn't really make sense. But whatever. I just really like this movie. You go. All right. So <laughs> you, you tip you tip that teeter seesaw. I don't know what you're on like peyote or something. Whenever you wrote all that down, but my brain did not go to any okay. of those places. Okay. Well. <laughs> And here we go. (laughs) I think, no, I'm I'm so glad your brain went there and it connected all these little dots. Like, you're so good at that. You're so good at connecting those dots. Meanwhile, I just wrote, I literally just wrote likes and dislikes as a list. Because, oh, that's how our brains are different. But also, I I do enjoy this film despite its faults. Mm -hmm. And I think when you are into something, it's easier for you to like talk about it and, well, fi- it's and not, find things. I mean, like, I'm into Nick, but, you know, at the same time, I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I was about 45 minutes into the movie, and I was like, can can we wrap this up, please? <laughs> please, I am done. Um, maybe because it's already, I've already seen it. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I was just like, I want, like, I just, y'all, y'all don't understand. I really want a good, like, a really good Nick We're going to do for, the cage for my, roulette. You got to pray the, to the guys. Did you do your offering? Listen, the last time I prayed, what the fuck did we get? Oh, God. What was it? Stolen? Oh, okay. okay. Hey, Stolen got us a conversation with Josh Lucas. Oh, I forgot he fucking got Josh Lucas fucking commented on our poster. And I was like, wait. This I saw, is big time. I saw, I, okay, I saw the fucking, like, blah, blah, blah commented it. I tried to out Nick Nick, and I was like, who was that? And I was at work, so I didn't notice. And then Tammy's like, Aaron, Aaron, 911, 911. Look at. <laughs> I was like, code red. <laughs> look at the fucking Instagram. And she's like, look at comments. It's such a great comment. And I was like, I was like, who is that? Who is that? <gasps> I know. <laughs> it was so stupid. It was great. Um, so, likes. Um, I, I like Nick in the movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't like his character. I like Nick in the movie. Yeah. Um, I like the parrots. There's a parrot called Einstein, and yeah, he, he's, he's like, great. stick him up. <laughs> Take him out. Oh, no. He's so funny. And, like, he just fucking gets to hold a scarlet macaw, like, all the time. And I'm like, can but I do also, that also, I feel like you can see the fact that Nick, in real life, because we've read a lot of interviews yeah. about how he has venomous snakes, yeah. he has birds, he has ravens. Like, he's yeah. 100% at home 
with mm-hmm. all of these animals. And him, you, and you could just see that. Yeah. I love fucking Einstein the ferret. I want one. I don't want one. I'm sorry, babe. I get don't it. want one. Get I, it. I, I want get one. it. I'm going to get it. Too. I'm going to get it for you. Oh, my it's God. Not, it's a it gift. Need you its can't own, return it. It needs its own room. Um, you have extra rooms. I've seen your house. I don't. I'd have to live in the library and destroy all my books. All right. So I wrote uh, likes, parrots, big kitty. Mm-hmm. I did like the big kitty. Um, I didn't like how it was C- has CGI'd. Yeah. I did like the kitty itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought its personality did not denote the man eater status. Um, of course, in the beginning, it I'm gonna get you. Mm-hmm. You're an idiot in the jungle who smells like a like a fucking a cigar. cigar, like a dum dum, like a sweaty cigar. And then, uh, and you're also eating chips. Like who doesn't fucking like chips? Cats like chips. I mean, everybody. Like, Mila fucking like, tries to steal my chips all the time. Like, that's classic how you attract bears when you're camping 101. <laughs> you're like, have some fucking I fucking out. love bears to attack me while I'm sleeping in a tent. Um, but I like the kitty because it's like, they were like, he's a man-eater, he's a man-eater. And then, and Nick's like, no, he's not a, she's not a man-eater. She's not a man-eater. And she does prove that because when he goes to give her the food later, mm-hmm. while she's in the cage on the boat, she's like, hey. She doesn't openly right. aggressively attack him he tosses the food into the cage and she's like i'm hungry though that. but i again i do want to reiterate for anyone who's watching this and for whatever uh, for aaron says that dissuade you there's some great animal <laughs> scenes and deaths and no there is there is there is there is, is worth watching okay go the monkey one um no right <laughs> that's what you get you fuck <laughs> i was like don't do it bud and then oh he Put did it the cleaver stop touching that's it what you get um i wrote so much cussing like everybody was there a lot of cussing there i was didn't so, even notice there was oh scuddy I mean, scuddy the um like engine room man you want to know every how- fucking word out of his mouth was a cuss word Ringo kept mimicking him. <laughs> like, it, Scotty was like, what do you fucking think, you ass-hatted moron? Fuck! Like, <laughs> I noticed cuss a lot, but oh, I didn't notice did. anybody else. And I just want to, just real quick, I think it's the 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 teacher in you that's uh-huh. like, oh. Brings out the we're... man in me. <laughs> what? That sounds terrible. No, what are you talking about? Because you're like, it's the teacher in me. <laughs> Sorry. No, but you know, it's like you're, you're, you know, how you talk about your English teacher always sees this shit that the author's like, that's not what I was fucking talking about. Like, oh, the purple curtains are purple because. So <laughs> I thought his name for three fourths of the movie was Scotty. Oh, it's Scotty. No, it's Scotty. Yeah. I thought it was Scotty and I was like, oh my fucking God. Do you know God. what's really great this about subtitles? No, I was like, this is a throwback to Star Trek because he's an engineer and Scotty was an engineer and they have, and I was like, I had this whole thing and then like, thank God I paused it for a second and Amazon was like, no dumbass. And it does like it does the, the x-ray thing. And it was like, his name is Scotty. I was like, well, you know, I can't hear the movie. This I, it's an ADHD thing with me. I can't hear the movie unless the subtitles are on. Wow. I can hear... So when I watch movies with you, I'm like, <laughs> I really God, gotta pay weird. attention because <laughs> it's so difficult for me. Oh my God, it must have been so hard. We were watching the Banshees of... Oh no, I was like... like I was I was locked happening? in. What, what's, what's wrong with the donkey? All I have to do... All I have to do is like get locked onto the accent and I might, I'll might i be okay. But the, having the subtitles on... Oh, wow. Is, I did not know that. I'm sorry. So, for, for our 15 years of friendship, or however long we've Whoops. been friends, it's I, been a while. <laughs> I love uh, subtitles. Okay. I'll, um, I'll, I'll try to remember that. They didn't come on originally, and I was like, where are my subtitles? 
Uh, so, okay. Yep. So much cussing. I actually really liked Loeffler. Um, mm -hmm. I thought he was really funny and I liked his, his like, uh, <laughs> I just like the way he's like, he's your classic psychopath. Mm -hmm. Um, but he kind of makes it comical. Yeah. Like he really does. That crazy, like, smiley, weird thing he does. And he has the way crazy he... eyes. He but he's not smile. out to kill everybody. Mm -mm. He's just out to kill the people who are causing problems. Who are, who are fucking him like, over, and he just wants to he survive. He straight up goes up to Again. Scuddy and is like, hey, buddy, I'm talking to you. He, he could have killed everybody, killed but everybody. he didn't. It's classic I mean, survival movie. And, yeah. So, uh, I wrote, you know, Nick, uh, that was all. those were my likes. Do you have dislikes that you want to talk about? Oh, or yeah, you obviously. Talk about, oh, my God. You were so ready for that. There, it's longer. Oh, okay. Here we go, y'all. Um, sound quality uh, was terrible. Uh, every time there was a gunshot, it muted the sound and then muted uh, the vo the voice around it. Literally, like somebody was talking after a gunshot. It muted it before that. and after. It was very fucking annoying. Okay. Which I'm glad I had uh, I had the subtitles on. Um, Famke's Fam Fam character. Hated her. She, she was very stereotypical. She is a fucking was... trained trained army woman when she drops the gun near the end i didn't want i to wanted to i wanted like, to oh back in the bitch um uh, she is a trained she was raised military her dad's called the fucking admiral obviously she's a lieutenant like she, she chose she that behaves. life it's not like she was like no. oh fuck this i'm gonna be a punk she rapper. behaves like she has zero percent training apparently her yeah. only training was in medical field and nothing about actual army training to be fair, that could be possible because I think the way the military works, and please comment, um, let us know. You just got to go through that basic training and then you get to specialize. Yeah, but so, just at least fucking know how to hold and shoot a gun yeah, and not I mean, act like I mean, a weepy if, baby. God damn it. Sorry. No, it's true. Um, it, it, it was disappointing. Like, yeah. I absolutely love her. It's like, how did we go from Phoenix to this? But was the plastic surgery that took her? Well, no, not even, not even <laughs> it was that. Like the downfall. It, not even that. It was just like such a strong character to st such a stereotypical character, and I feel mm -hmm. like she could have. There were moments where I was like, "Yeah, this is good," but then it was hard at the end because like she would have. You know, I love woman. She would have been warriors. a stronger character in general mm -hmm. with her background. As exactly you, as you pointed you out. You think as she, in the beginning of the movie she said, but then it starts to degrade, and yeah. it's like. Ugh. Um, they so try to put a little romance There's so in. many parts where it's like, it doesn't make any sense. 20 seconds later, it still doesn't make any more sense. So, like, at one point, like, Nick's asking about, like, what's Loeffler's, uh, shit? What's his shit about? And one of the dudes goes, it's classified. And Nick goes, well, you classify this. And he flicks him off. And then that bitch just starts singing like he'd been tortured. He's mm -hmm. like, here's all the secrets I just said were classified. Yep. That Fuck. Is that is true. Um... Rafi is held hostage at some point during the movie um, and has ample time to get away multiple times. Famke as well. Uh, Ellen and her. Mm -hmm. um, I will say like, that, Rom speaks, that speaks to the fight or flight. And we. I think it's easy to watch that and say, I would. You just fucking. But at Lofa the same wasn't time, even looking at Rafi over there. There's a difference when someone has a gun, they could potentially shoot you. It's like, even though I could run, I could get away, but he could shoot. I'm I, I'm just trying to play devil's that. I do understand. I'd rather die running away than die there. And that so. is you, but a lot of people... Flight or fight. What would have been really scared. funny if he was just like, yeah, bitch, shoot me, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> um, let's see, Scuddy could barely walk, suddenly able to run. 
Uh, it's shit. It's what, shit no, like that. I have. I have a huge, adrenaline. I have a huge problem with like. I obviously notice the continuity of things mm-hmm. um, more than a lot of people. Yeah. And like shit like that, I'm like, stop, stop it, stop. Sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so mad. Your hands so hard. Every, it's like that's me punching the I people know. who are dumb. That's a lot of likes and dislikes. That was glorious. Your likes were long. My, my no, no, your, yours were very passionate. Yay. I'm going hunting. Government wants him alive. All right, guys. The moment you've been waiting for, how we would rate it. So <laughs> let me go first. Let me just start off with, we've seen worse films. We have definitely seen worse films. We've seen worse films in general, and we've seen worse Nick films. Let me sure. just go ahead and throw it out. <laughs> Humanity Bureau. Oh, there it is. Grand Isle. Mm. Mm. Not as bad as Humanity Bureau, though. Really? I I could it, like if chosen between the two to watch again, I would go Grand Isle. Wow, I would go opposite Ch- because Grand I've Isle is Humanity- like a shitty fucking. I've uh, watched Humanity Bureau soap three opera. times. Uh, Humanity Three Bureau times. has a good idea. It's just not necessarily done well. Grand Isle is just a fucking soap opera. And probably, I think, the worst, that fucking Italian film. Oh, Time yeah. to Kill. Time to Kill it. Goddamn leprous fucking Nick. Anyway, we've seen worse. Nick is Nick, and in a good Nick way. Like, yeah, his character is shitty, but he still makes it work. Mm-hmm. He still becomes the anti-hero. He still has great lines. He has some hand movement. He's, like, fucking, like, hunting animals. It's great. It's a great Nick Cade film. The character roles for everybody else, yes. They're stereotypical. Mm-hmm. But they're At, done. That was the point in the... They're done Ebert. okay. That was like, the, one of the points again, in the art. Uh, yeah, Ebert. it's like they're very stereotypical. It's, they all did their jobs. They all did their jobs, and they didn't do it bad. Again, we've seen people do stereotypical film, stereotypical roles in really worse ways. Like, everybody does a good job with what they have. The cinematography, I think there are moments when it's maybe off, but they try to do some good scenes, and some are good. You know, it's different than when you try and they all suck. Like, mm-hmm. they try, there's some cool scenes... The fighting is well done. The, you know, sort of, like, pulling you into, like, the intro is good. The music is good. Like, it's not bad. The music is good. It wasn't off. It it, it fit. It was great. Like, it's not, in my opinion, a bad film. It's not Jurassic Park. It's not Jaws (laughs) in that term of survival films. Those two films, which I think can, we can just call like the iconic survival animal films, they have many characters like Primal does, mm-hmm. but they it all seem cast. they all. But Jurassic Park has huge characters, and I know probably Jaws did at the time. Like we watch it, you know, in the eighties, and mm-hmm. we don't know these people, but I know those characters were huge characters back then. Both of those iconic films. Had a huge cast, had a big cast. Mm -hmm. They had different characters. Everybody had different motives. But it blends well. And I think this film struggles with blending everything well. It's not, again, speaking of survival films, it's not The Grey with Liam Neeson. Which is a fucking amazing movie where he's just like fighting some goddamn wolves. It's not even Frozen. 
which is one of my favorite survival films. Have you seen that film? I'm sorry, Frozen, not... Not <laughs> Let It Go, Disney. Frozen. Let It Go. It's it's like from 2010, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. They're on... Uh, oh my God, have you literally never seen this one? I've never seen this one. Jesus fucking Christ, I just thought Aaron. about when you said Frozen, I thought Frozen Ground. No, so it's about these kids, and they're not kids, they're probably in their 20s. But they want to, they're, they're at a ski resort. I, I think they sort of live in the area, but, like, they, they're, they're going to the ski resort. There's a big storm coming. They want to hit the slopes one more time right before it closes. It's closed. Uh, it, it, they pay the guy, like, 20 bucks to go up. And they get stuck on the frozen ski lift overnight in this goddamn blizzard. And there's wolves. And there's, like, urinating on themselves. It is fucking. I, it sounds very familiar. It's fucking insane. It's not those kind. It's not that kind of a film either, though, because mm-hmm. all of these survival films that we know and we love basically have a single issue: the people have to survive the event or the animals. The problem with this film is that they have to survive the animals. They have to survive the convict. They have to survive the hunter. There's possibly a romance. There's, like, people dying. Is the dad of the kid going to... There's too much. It's too convoluted. And that Mm -hmm. devalues it. And that is a problem. I love survival films. And I do enjoy this film. The most I can give it is 3.5. And I know... I know... (laughs) I know that is high. And I believe that is my bias for loving... Survival This type films. of film, yeah. So I probably realistically it's more of a three, but that's where I'm at. Like there's too much crap going on. Oh yeah, no, to, it's like there's to, that, to and then there's that, it, and then there's that. Yeah, to to make it what it is. All right. So that's me. What did you give, and what kind of Nick are you going with this um, one? I know we did like, we were trying to do alliteration. Like a, it was crazy... Crazy, comedic, and cinematic. Cinematic, I think, was it. But then we were also like, what about when he's just straight up action? I don't know. Caction. Caction. It's it's none of those three. It's it's more sort of like an action sort of vibe. And for Nick, I would would give him a 3.5 for that as well. Mm, 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 mm. mm. I told you guys. Mm. See fucking saw. <laughs> Tell me what you uh, think. Um, well, I think I gave a good full review of my likes and dislikes of the mm-hmm. film previously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll jump right to Roger Ebert's. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Tell tell me what the um, said. So remember, oh god, they're out of four. Can I just they're guess? Out of four. It's a one point five. You got it right. Mm, it's one point five. They okay. gave it fifty percent mm-hmm. technically. Wait. Less than 50%. Two is 50%, sorry. You're like a 40 to a 45%. I do math sometimes and my head runs. I feel like you have to do math for work a little bit. I do math a lot for work, but I do it (laughs) using spreadsheets and calculators mainly. (laughs) Um, So uh, EB gave it, well, Simon from EB's website gave it a 1.5. I honestly would have gone with the two. So for our out of five, a two. For ours, I gave it a 2.5. 2.5. 2.5. Okay. So okay. I did give it the 50%. Okay. What about Nikki Blue Eyes? I did give Nick a three okay. because there are quite a few scenes where he is he is just a silly bitch. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nick is being Nick, mm-hmm. especially late 2000s Nick. I do have one qualm I didn't actually mention previously. Please share it Um, There is a character named uh, Jerome. He is Scuddy's... Is that one of the engineers? Uh-huh. Yeah. He's oh, man, Scuddy's buddy. And Scuddy's buddy. <laughs> Scuddy's buddy. So I, I do not care for the way that they dressed him. I think they made him look like, what's his dick? They're like, oh, it's a black man in a movie and an engineer, so we're going to put him in, like... Overalls. Overalls. Yeah, yeah. And carry a huge wrench around the whole time. Okay, but that kind of did Sorry. it for me, but okay, I see what you I mean, he saying. was hot. Yeah. For sure, but yeah, it just it bothered me definitely... that he was literally the only character wearing such a ridiculous outfit in a hot-ass area. Everybody, to be fair, was wearing long sleeves and long shirts, which you are supposed to wear in any kind of environment because okay, things could fine. go wrong. And there could be a fire. I'm just saying. I'm just like nobody else was wearing overalls. Well, maybe he was trying to start a trend. Maybe he was like, y'all, we're starting an overall trend. It's got so many pockets. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. It's got I so actually, many pockets. I actually, okay. I actually want to get back into overalls myself personally. <laughs> I think they make me look like a giant baby. Oh no, I look like a person in a potato sack. <laughs> but I would have so many pockets, I don't fucking care. Anyway, you'd be like, look at all my snacks. So two point five. 2.5 for the movie. 3.5 for the movie. I gave Nick a 3. 3, and I gave him a 3.5 for the yep. movie. So, okay. you thought it was going to be worse, didn't you? No, it's about where I thought. Like, I knew I was being generous, but again, I just really love these kinds of movies. I don't know if it's because, like, I'm a country girl in a country world or something. I don't fucking know. I, like, I I mean, I guess I'm not a country girl in a country world. I'm all a country the fucking girl Survivor movies world. you pretty much mentioned, I was like, I'm here for it. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not for this one so much. Okay. That's okay. We can agree to disagree. As we do, frequently. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2023. We can do whatever we want. Agree to agree, disagree rhymes with 2023. Oh my god, we can agree to disagree in 2023. 2023. Ah! You kill my cat, I'll blow your head off. Now we're to that time. Mm-mm. Where we lose <laughs> our shit and our piss and everything else inside. <laughs> and we spin the wheel to find out what we're gonna be. I, I I'm not mad with Primal, but we're gonna see what you I get. I got a string of one name. You got the verb movies. I got the, all the like. What's the next one? Drive angry. Oh my god! Oh, I forget drive angry. Fuck. And I just want to point out for those of you who are watching it, I um specifically grabbed my hunting Nick Cage hat, which is also our cowboy hat, which is also our coral hat. And I am wearing my usual uh, unicorn things, mm-hmm. which is also an exotic rare animal. I really <laughs> liked when we would remember to do things and sort of like, oh, a hairpin for, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Cotton and we club. forgot. And so I'm trying to bring it back, y'all. So I'm going to spin the wheel and we're going to find out what our next film is going to be that Erin is going to cover. And as you can see, she's so excited. Ringo asked me, he's like, are you tired of this? And I was like, I just want a good one. I just want to go. Have you prayed to the cage of gods? I prayed. I prayed. Did you do a human sacrifice? I did. Okay, good. Then you should be (laughs) fine. We're going to hit spin. Here we go. Sending you positive vibes. Hmm. Wait, hold on. Is that even available? We got Zanda Lee, and I know that is a very old film. That's an old one. And I know that's one of those lesser-known films that may be difficult to get, so we're going to do a quick searchy search to see where we can watch it. It's on Tubi. It's on Tubi. We can watch it. So we're doing it. So we're doing Zanda Lee. We're doing Zanda Lee. (sighs) It's from 1991. 
I was five. I was ten. <laughs> oh, I'm old. <sighs> I'm sorry you didn't get a great film. But we don't know. Potentially, Actually, it could be worse. Is, is Somebody's in this. Um, it's the doctor from oh, look, Stranger New Things. <laughs> New oh, Orleans look is at back. that. Isn't it the doctor from Stranger Cast. Things? We have Judge Reinhold. Oh, no, I was super wrong with that. We got Judge Reinhold. <gasps> Steve, Steve Buscemi. Yes. Marissa Tomei. Oh, my gosh. There's so Wait, many people. Joe Panatolemio. I know. Uh, but you know that guy. Yeah, you know him. Aaron Neville. I think he was in another see. movie with he's, him. Maybe he's going to... Oh, I thought that was Ruf- Wilford Brimley. It's, yeah. Diabetes. Diabetes. All right. All right. Xanalee. So, Xanalee is our episode two. Could be worse. Could be great. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> We've made it to the end of yet another film journey with Nick and Out of the Cauldron. Remember to like us and rate us wherever you listen to the show and like and follow us on social media such as Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at The Internal Cauldron. You can also shoot us an email at internalcauldron at gmail.com. We're always interested in drink recipes, potential guests, and your ideas. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all for joining us on this Nick experience. And as always, in in Nick we we trust. trust. Enjoy these fun moments of us preparing for our super professional, 100% authentically researched podcast. What? Oh, yeah, we gotta be able to see. I, I mean, see, movie yeah. snaps is 20 minutes. We're gonna do 20 minutes because look, no, and we uh, both do it. We've gotten better. We don't tell the whole movie, but we'd be like, and then this happens, and then this happens, and this happens. No, no more of that. Pick some important scenes only, and you'll see what I did. And I and and I jumped around a little bit. I was like, I've been trying to, I've been trying to do that. I know, I know, we have in general, but it's twenty twenty four. Now it's gonna fucking happen. You whore. <laughs> oh, Ooh. oh my god, the mood. Oh, I forgot we were. Do recording. you see the moon is out there? Oh, you're taller than me. Where? Well, uh, oh, the moon. Artemis is like, what's up, babes? <laughs> Where we like, have they never seen a fucking moon before? Yeah. Listen, the full moon is almost upon us. It fucking feels like it. Oh, we're recording. Well, that's our sound check. <laughs> Kajangers! <laughs> Kaj- Okay, so every time she said man eater, I was like, man eat him. And then I accidentally opened the Daryl Hall or or other song.